0: Hey, look who's here. It's R2-D2 and C-3PO. Nice to have you here on Sesame Street. It's very nice to be here. Hello, everyone. Hi. Can you say hello? Hi. Hi. We loved listening to your alphabet song. Thank you very much. Uh, what did he say, 3PO? R2 says he'd like to sing your alphabet song as well. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. I, uh, I didn't even know he could sing. He says he can sing very well, in his own language, of course. Oh, well then why don't we do it all together? And uh, why don't you all sing with us too? Take a good deep breath, okay? You ready? Okay, here we go. hear A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, A, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z. Now I know my ABCs. Next time won't you sing with me? Mm Terrific! Show off. R2, we finished. Oh dear, sometimes there's just no stopping him.
1: star wars fans and move milkers everywhere welcome to episode number 139 of blast points this is jason and it's gabe and i don't know if you folks out there listening know this but this is a very serious very important episode of blast points it's time to learn it's time to take some notes get serious out there it, it fall is almost here it's back to school Everyone's buying pencils and paper and getting their brains ready to absorb another year's worth of important knowledge. So we are going to share some Star Wars knowledge. Some ABCs? I don't know about you, but I'm always getting mixed up with my ABCs, and I need Star Wars to help me. Right, if you have a tendency to say CP3O or 2 dr four. Well, we can't help you with the numbers, but we can help you with the letters. <laughs> You're on your own with the numbers part. but We're going to begin all into that later. But first, there's very important news. It's Beardwatch.
2: A great big bushy beard.
1: Yes, we've been uh, neglecting Beardwatch because of Return of the Jedi Month. But we're back and Beardwatch is back. Episode 9 is filming are there beards? Aren't there beards? Let's get into it. Let's run through some of the cast and their current beard status. Let's start with the biggest one, the most important beard, Mark Hamill, who now does not have a beard. He posted a photo on Twitter a week, couple weeks ago, where he was like back to work and he was like chilling, looking like like Ferris Bueller with like his hands behind his head. He had like cool dude sunglasses on and no beard. But here's the thing: I think that's an old photo. Well, Mark Hamill's always messing with everybody So, yeah, it could be an old photo It could be a current photo and he already filmed stuff before he shaved his beard Or it could be he knows that they don't need to film his scenes Because he's a ghost or whatever for another few months And he'll just grow it back Or it's an old photo, yeah I feel like he knows that if he posts that picture of him just with no beard It's going to get people talking crazy And he loves messing with people. Or Luke's just going to come back without a beard. That would be weird. That'd be weird beard. (laughs) (laughs) Would that even make any sense, though? He's so powerful with the Force, he can just grow a beard at will. And he just comes back from the Cosmic Force and his beard's not there. Where did it go? Maybe it's on Kylo. (laughs) Force Ghost Luke shows up in (laughs) Kylo's room. Kylo looks at him. Where's the beard? Force. ghost luke's like look in the mirror i mean i guess you know that's like anakin coming back hayden christensen form i guess to come back as a ghost you can kind of come back as any version of yourself you wanted yeah would they be as crazy to do the marvel thing and do some weird younger pre-beard post return of the jedi mark hamill luke cg real hybrid thing it's all over the place now. With we just saw the there was pictures from Captain Marvel with young Samuel Jackson. It's not out of the ordinary at this point to try to do a younger version of an older actor. Like maybe they needed to film a flashback and they shaved his beard for that. We had flashbacks in the Last Jedi. We had the the Force back in Force Awakens. But what if there is some sort of flashback of young Ben Solo and Luke in the Jedi training thing? Would we even be able to handle that? I don't know. We may have talked about it too much already. Because <laughs> now that's all I'm going to be thinking about. I started thinking about that, and I think suddenly I was above myself, viewing myself, talking into a microphone right now. I left my body for a short while thinking about that. and Yeah, I left my body, but my beard is still there. <laughs> I'm just floating in the air without a beard, looking at my beard, sitting there. <laughs> uh, so let's move on. And who may, may not have a beard. Let's talk about Adam Driver. Did you read he was spotted in New York a couple weekends ago? And some crazy fans took note that his hair was in full Kylo length, but no beard. I can't say I'm not disappointed, but I think the Kylo with a beard is a long shot. Maybe we may get like a stubbly Kylo. I would be all into it if he came out in full Rasputin mode. Oh, yeah. He showed up wearing a leather jacket and a big long black beard riding a, a space motorcycle. That's a good point that they've been holding on, on us that we haven't got a scene of Kylo Ren riding a speeder bike all tough with his hair blown in the wind. We we, we got one more movie. Because we got Luke on a speeder bike. We got Anakin on a speeder bike. And of the three, Kylo Ren needs to ride a speeder bike more than anybody. With his lightsaber out, flying down somewhere, it would be a black swoop bike, you know? Yeah. Come on, JJ. There was news that uh, Greg Grunberg is coming back as Snap Wexley. Does he have a beard? He's been looking pretty scruffy in all the pictures that are going around, but I don't know how current any of those pictures are. Let's hope he has a beard. Whatever few resistance pilots are still left, I would think they'd all be a little scruffy at this point. So he needs a mustache, maybe. Speaking of mustaches, Billy D. Williams. The stash is there. It's very faint. There was that video of him like boxing. And at first I didn't see the mustache. And I was like, what is Lando without a mustache? But then, you know, you look, it's gray and you look really close. And it's, oh, yeah, there's that, that Lando mustache. It's not gray, it's platinum. Is it bad I mean, I keep forgetting that Lando's back in this movie? It's like your body's defense mechanism. There's enough to think about without reminding yourself that Lando's going to be in there, too. We're probably going to get a scene with Lando and Nine-Nub again. Oh, please. Yeah, don't think about it too much. Hux is in full form. Dom Hall Gleason was doing some interview, and he's got the the Hux sideburns in full effect. No beard, but Hux sideburns are there. Yep, the burns are back. Hux with a beard would be just too weird. If if Kylo grew one, then Hux would have to grow one just to prove that he could. Unless that's, maybe that goes over the course of the movie, like they start out clean shaven and then Kylo's like, I'm going to grow a beard. And then Hux is like, well, I'm going to grow a beard too. I would like if Kylo had like the big Rasputin the Mad Monk beard and the best Hux could do would be like a little caterpillar on his upper lip, like a 1981 Iron Maiden concert mustache, you know? Like if Huck's had a mullet, just a little car, just a little caterpillar on that upper lip, a little little red, little red squiggle, a few hairs on his neck. Here's here's a tricky question: Does JJ have a beard? Lately, JJ's had a beard, and I like bearded JJ. Yeah, you got to focus in on that energy. Once he starts wearing some big white uh, Nike Monarchs, then he's ready to go. I don't know; it makes sense because I think having Return of the Jedi month just made me think more and more about how hard of a road ahead JJ has to finish off. Not only a trilogy, but a nineology. Just remembering how good Return of the Jedi just closes out the original trilogy and the and the even all six movie saga so perfectly. He's he's got a lot to figure out. I wonder if Colin Trevorrow was just throwing stuff to the wall and seeing what stuck. Like they wake up and it's all a dream, <laughs> and Kylo Ren's riding a space motorcycle. I don't know. Well, hopefully they kept the space motorcycle part. So wrapping up Beard Watch, Dominic Monogram Sweater, he's got a beard. He posted something that he started filming. He's looking a little scruffy. Richard E. Grant, he's doing stuff for a film festival like in Toronto and New York and stuff. No beard on him. And Matt Smith, star of Terminator Genesis I don't know if anybody's seen a recent photo of him, but if he's playing Snoke Jr., he probably shouldn't have a beard. (laughs) Well, maybe Snoke Jr. has a beard. Snoke just couldn't grow a beard because his face was all scars. That's, that's why Snoke looks the way he did, he did, though. He just cut himself shaving really bad. He tried to shave using the Force. He wasn't very good at it. <laughs> that whole big gash on his forehead was just a tragic shaving accident. Episode 9. I'm ready.
2: <laughs> no, the beard stays. You go. a great big bushy beard.
1: So let's talk about some of the crazy stuff that's been going on with that Galaxy's Edge out in the Disney parks. We're living on it a- Galaxy. 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 Galaxy.
0: Galaxy.
1: Man, Galaxy's Edge is it's so crazy cause there's already so many like mysteries and rumors and hearsay and oh did you hear about this because I feel like whenever there's press about it it's in some weird site it's like on some random business site or something and you're like don't know if it's real or not and everything that comes out just seems to get crazier and crazier all I've got is fear everything I read it makes me more and more afraid of what's going to happen in there (laughs) I know because what's the this week is like there's going to be a cantina and it's going to serve real alcohol and it's gonna have real aliens that they get from space. They're gonna walk around and right, and there's droids and food, and or there's no droids, they'll throw them out. I don't know. Ogas Cantina, and the crazy thing that was blowing people's mind, though, is they're gonna be serving alcohol. Galaxy's Edge is gonna be on that Disneyland side, and you can get crazy wasted if you want. At a Star Wars cantina where there's going to be a bunch of Greedos and Hammerheads and droids wandering around. Yeah, if you can go in the cantina and have too much to drink and then stumble over to the Toydarian toy store where an animatronic Toydarian sells you wooden Stormtrooper dolls, I don't know what's going to happen to me. (laughs) It makes me afraid. I'm just afraid. I'm very afraid of going. I'm going to go. Like Maybe they'll have... Like s- monthly subscriptions, and you can just live there. I want a team of doctors and like people with a stretcher to follow me around. A, d- a defibrillator—if my heart stops, they can just rip my Star Wars T-shirt in half. Clear. Bring me. He's th- he's back. If you wear a flannel shirt, you can unbutton it, and then there's easy access to your to your chest cavity. Okay, that's a good idea. It's a good idea. Leave the Star Wars shirts at home and wear a George Lucas flannel shirt because it'll it's safer that way. It's exciting and it's terrifying at the same time. Simultaneously, I try not to think about the like the, the animatronic ride where you're going to be like riding in some kind of first order thing, and there's going to be like full size addats, and you're going to go through like a first order hangar. I mean, is what what's going to be in there? Is it going to be like an animatronic like Ray and Finn and Poe Dameron? I'm going to freak out. I'm going to jump out of the thing and be like, "This is my home. I live here." I. Can't get past the idea of just sitting in my hotel room and looking at a fake window that's in space. I might never leave my hotel room if I could just like sit on the bed and watch TV and look out the window at space. Like, I might be fine with that. I want all the TV channels to be like you're in Star Wars though. I want like Star Wars TV, and it. Should, <laughs> hopefully, one of them's the the Harvey Corman Whipster from the holiday special. Hi. That oh, seems.
0: Whip, sir, whip, 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 stir Come on faster all together now Cooking can be fun Stir, whip, stir,
1: whip, whip, whip stir, each, stir, each channel whip, stir, is either one of the films Or the holiday special And that's all you can watch I'd be fine with that Best hotel in the world <sighs> What do we have? Another, another year left Before it's supposed to be done 12 more months of, of madness And it's just going to get worse Because we're going to start seeing Like photos of what's going on in there And it's going to I don't know I'm scared. I'm very scared of Galaxy's Edge. I've got too much life to live. Uh, Remember in 2005 when Star Wars was over. (laughs) No, nobody likes it anymore. You know, Disney's ruining it, anyways.
0: Marshall, I play Harrison Dulan Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Blast Points with Jason and Gabe.
1: May the Force be with you always. All right, enough goofing around. Time to get back to work. Time to get serious. Everybody, put away all that junk. Put it in your desk. We're at school now, and it's time to get serious. It's time to learn your ABCs. Star Wars Adventures and ABCs. It came out in 1984. Read-along book, record, and tape came out right around the same time as the immortal classic Star Wars Adventures in Colors and Shapes, which we did an episode on last year. It was episode 90. We learned all about colors and shapes. We met a new friend named Zilnor. You should go back and listen to it if you need more schooling, more education after Adventures in ABCs. There's not a whole lot of information out there about Adventures in ABCs, weirdly. The narrator on this is William Woodson, who if his voice sounds familiar as we're going through this, he was the narrator on all the Super Friends cartoons from like the late 70s and early 80s. And Adventures in ABCs features the one and only Anthony Daniels reprising his role as c-3po of course of course he is <laughs> which is weirder like the handful of times when anthony daniels is not the voice of c-3po it's almost as weird as fake jar jar in clone wars <laughs> <laughs> the mystery bj hughes bj hughes <laughs> we'll never know
2: there'll be some bombad clankins coming this away yeah oh, what bombad clankins
1: uh-huh. right there are we ready to start to learn about the abc's here yes Do, do you have things to take notes do you have a pen and paper i have a freshly sharpened pencil i have an eraser i have a scientific calculator i've got a protractor and i've got rubber cement so i'm having a party
2: these are the star wars abc's You can read along with C-3PO and me in your book. You will notice time to turn the page when you hear R2-D2 beep like this. Let's begin now. A is for AT-AT. The scariest thing that I've ever seen is the terrible AT-AT walking machine. As big as a house on mechanical legs. Whatever it steps on, it smashes like eggs.
1: Letter A is for Atat. And I didn't realize this. In addition to teaching us about the alphabet, it's also teaching us about poetry. It is. That's something I really like about Adventures in ABCs. Every single letter is its own beautiful poem. It's a tone poem, if you will. At at tone. Oh, I'm a little surprised. A isn't for Akbar, but. Adat is a more dynamic opening. I think it gets the it gets the the students' attention. Yeah, it gets a little bit exciting. Whoever wrote this book lives in a really big house. If their house is as big as an Adat, or Adat's not that big. I don't know. I don't know how big Adats are. I really don't. The the ATACT from Rogue One, I think, was a smaller model. If your house was the size of the last Jedi Walker, then you live in like uh, like a mansion or something. Is the back of an Adat. Like the size of a motorhome? I should know these things. But I can never figure out how big an ad, ad is. It's always been a mystery to me. Leland Chi, if you're listening, please let us know. I'm still thinking about eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kinda hungry now. Let's let's learn about the letter B. B is for Banther.
0: A Banther doesn't have a name. If you want one, you have to exclaim, Hey, you over there, the one with the hair. And a banther will come if it's tame. If I had a Bantha, I'd name it
1: Samantha. This is kind of weird that there's a narrator and there's 3PO. Like, I know you said Anthony Daniels was in this, but I guess I didn't think they're just like tag teaming, reading the poems. Because why didn't 3PO just read all the poems? (laughs) What did they even need the narrator for? If you're dishing out that Anthony Daniels money, why wouldn't you just let him do it all? These are the mysteries of Adventures in ABCs that will never be answered. Are you a little disappointed that B isn't for Bosk or or Boosh or Boshek? B is for Boshek. You know, the guy with the sideburns. No, I'm happy it's Bantha. I'm always, you know, I I never get tired of talking about Bantha's, looking at Bantha's. And if you're going to figure out how to rhyme Bantha with Samantha, you, you know, you got even more points. 3PO saying, hey, you over there with the hair. Do you remember there was an 80s thrash metal band called Gothic Slam? And they had the song with the lyrics, Hey, you over there, why don't you cut your hair? (laughs) I think they stole that line from ABC Adventures. I'm 100% sure they did. Hey, you over there, why don't
0: you cut your hair? Hey, you over there, the one with the hair.
1: I really love this drawing of the Vanta cuz the sand person looks so bored riding on the Vanta. <laughs> he's listening to this record. Everyone else is out like plundering and murdering and he's just taking the Vanta for a walk. He takes his mask off. The only time you ever see a Tuscan Raider without their mask. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's learn about the letter C. C is for C-3PO.
2: Mm-hmm. You are made of shiny nuts and bolts. Oh, Your brain is full of amps and volts. Oh, Your ears are circuits, I suppose. Oh. You sniff with an electric nose. Whatever shall I do? But I wonder what's the part that makes
1: you such a worrywart. Well, really. I, didn't know what I wish that was C-3PO's theme in the movies. Every time he shows up. Yeah, how come he, C-3PO doesn't have a theme, does he? Well, there was like there was the little jo- droid theme that was in Empire and Jedi. It's not this, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just imagining, too, like if R2 and 3 po got married, this would be like R2's vows. <laughs> that better be the last scene of Episode Nine, JJ get on it three few holds R2's little blue her's little arm that comes out of his chest yeah so romantic are you ready to learn about the letter D I'm ready for D
2: D is for droid droids come in different shapes and sizes for different jobs and enterprises droids are like robots and do what they're told I wish I knew some place where these droids are sold I'd buy one at once and give it a broom and tell it to go in and clean up my room
1: for those of you just listening, the picture they chose for D for droid is ninety nine. Ah, good. They picked the best the best picture they could they could pick. The ultimate droid. Wait, isn't he EV ninety-nine? Yeah, I always just call him ninety-nine. So maybe he's E also. <laughs> From now on, every picture is just EV ninety-nine. E is for E V ninety nine. He's the one that said splendid. Splendid. Yeah, this book's definitely uh ramping up the heat here with this with d so you got it's it's getting my attention i don't think 99 is cleaning up anybody's room though no you just go ahead and try to get him to clean your room good luck with that yeah he's just gonna burn your feet (laughs) and say splendid splendid (laughs) are we ready to learn about e i'm ready for e see if it's ev 99 let's find out e is for ewok the ewok is a friendly sort
0: he's fuzzy cute and rather short he doesn't look like me or you he looks more like
1: winnie the pooh okay now this is getting really weird (laughs) (laughs) winnie the pooh you know it's all disney it's christopher robin obi-wan it all makes sense yeah that's true and i guess yeah disney put these books out way back when so Disney was trying to get some of that Star Wars. And it's actually, I never made the connection between Wicket and Winnie the Pooh. And now that's all I see. Winnie the Popaloo. But that that is a, a serious Wicket drawing. Very nicely done. I also really like the use of straight off the shelf Ben Burtt sound effects throughout this. Not messing around. Well, you know, they're taking advantage of it being a book on tape. It makes it easier. It's hard to read it yourself and make Ewok noises at the same time. It never quite works let's learn about the letter f
0: f is for force the force is a power or energy field or some kind of skill just a jedi can wield it's something that's hard to put into rhyme you can tell that i'm having a terrible time whatever this skill only jedi attain it and since i'm not one it's hard to explain it
1: The Force is in a general energy field. (laughs) That's not what ABC said. (laughs) There's a drawing of an energy field. For this page, there's like, there's an illustration and it's just like a series of like blue curved lines. Could this be the only time the Force was made visual? Other than the action figures that had like... Didn't they have, like, blue plastic Force waves that you could stick in their hands and things? 2002. Never forget. This may be the only time the Force is rendered as a flushing toilet water or a waterfall or something. (laughs) (laughs) And it's absolutely terrifying, the letter G, that we can't talk about yet because we didn't get there. He looks terrified. (laughs) Let's move on to G and let's find out what's so scared of the Force. G is for Greedo.
2: Green and full of pointy spikes. Have you ever seen the likes of Greedo's funny face design? Who said his face looks just like mine? <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah, yeah. Greedo's, Greedo's theme is very good. Uh, Where's where that in the film? That should have been put in the special editions. Yes, Greedo. As a matter of fact, I was just going to see your boss. Tell Java that I've got his money. It would have been great. I would have been fine with it. You know, I like uh, Greedo's outfits looking good too. The all green look—it's a good look. You know, G for green, G for Greedo. And what's up with you know Greedo's calling him? You know, he's, he's got a beautiful face. Take it easy on Greedo. He's got kissable lips. I've always found Greedo to be handsome. He's a snappy dresser. He's a good bounty hunter. He's got pretty eyes. They're so dark and shiny. All right, let's move on to the letter H.
2: H is for Han Solo. They call him smuggler out in space. They call him clever in a chase. They call him brave. They call him loyal. They call him daring in a broil. And one more word I near forgot. Leia calls our Han
1: hot shot. It's the truth. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't this a poster for Solo? That should have been the voiceover for the Solo trailer. He's daring in a broil with a lobster man. He makes a good lobster tail. He melts butter. That's why Leia calls him Hot Shot Butter Melter. <laughs> this, uh, this drawing of Han is pretty pretty fantastic. Yeah, I think that's actually Treat Williams. <laughs> I don't think that's Harrison (laughs) Ford. They couldn't quite afford him, so they're like, oh, just paint treat Williams. He's not doing much. I'm ready to learn about the letter I. Let's do it. I is for Imperial
2: Stormtrooper. An Imperial Stormtrooper thinks it's fun to zap folks with his laser gun. Such rude behavior
1: of the trooper makes him an awful party pooper. I don't know that I ever thought I would hear Stormtrooper's Described as party poopers. So, thank you, Star Wars ABCs. It's true. It's rude behavior. They zap people with their laser guns. It's rude. There's some rude dudes. I also really like that uh, version of the Imperial theme, Imperial March playing there. It's, it's almost Michael Guacamole's Rogue One. Yeah, it's a little bit of Krennic going on there. They should do a special edition of Adventures in ABCs. And K is for Krennic. Oh. or synchronic, always in a jam. Do you think on Easter he would eat ham? Are we
2: blind? Deploy the garrison!
1: No. You could always make your own fan edit. Stay tuned in 2019. I'm going to make fan edits of all these books. Let's learn about the letter J. I hope it's Manjupa. J is for... Jabba. Jabba the Hutt, I've heard it said,
0: never brushes his teeth or makes his bed or trims his nails or combs his hair or sits up straight in the dinner chair. In fact, if you would know the truth, Jabba the Hutt is rather uncouth.
1: Does Jabba have teeth? No, I think that's I think it's a joke. Uh, (laughs) He doesn't have teeth or a bed or nails or hair or a chair. He's got none of that stuff. He just sits on a slab, but he is uncouth. That is the truth. C-3PO said so, and now I know. That's the way to go. Yo. (laughs) I really like this drawing of Java, too. The art in this book is really nice. It is very nice. It's very nice. I bet Steve Sansweet has all the originals. He probably does. They're probably huge, too. Size of walls. Life-size Java. let's,
2: Let's learn about the letter K. K is for Kessel Run. Oh, what fun is the Kessel Run. It's the place in space where the spice ships race when the cargo loading's done.
1: Let's remind everybody that this book came out in 1984. Why wasn't this, like, is not that lines right out of Solo? Someone should have said, what's the Kessel Run? Oh, what fun is the Kessel Run. It's the place in space where the spice ships race when the <laughs> cargo loading's done. Like, oh, okay there should have been more rhyming in solo in general it, the whole movie should have been rhyming i'm ready for an all rhyming star wars movie yeah there's still a chance maybe the maybe the uh live action tv show all will be all in rhyme it's like lucas said it's like poetry it's the place in space <laughs> that art is kind of amazing too because it's There's really nothing Star Wars in it. Just some dude drew some spaceships, but they look really cool. I think it's from Space 1999. All right, let's find out about the letter L. Who could that be? L is for Lando Calrissian.
2: Lando was a gambling man, always making bets. He lost the Falcon ship to Han to pay his gambling debts. But he is General Lando now. He leads the bold attack. And that is why, and also how, he's got his falcon
1: back book came out in 1984 It was all here it was all it was waiting to tell you what was going to happen in the solo movie i I like to think from this too that because we don't really ever see at the end of jedi that i guess lando just kept the falcon because he got it back it doesn't say he gave it back to han when he was done adventures in abc's is canon it survived it's it's all canon winnie the pooh is canon it's all canon samantha bantha's it's all canon so let's see what what's m
2: gonna be M is for Millennium Falcon. The only word that rhymes with Millennium Falcon is Malcolm. And that's the reason this Starship song isn't long.
1: Oh, it's not Moons of Iago? It's not the best entry. (laughs) The iconic Millennium Falcon's poem is a little rough. I I would like to think that that, uh, Jefferson Starship covered this poem, though. And they would. And they would play it live. Why isn't there live readings of Adventures and ABCs at Star Wars Celebration? There could be. We'll put on a uh, a reading at Celebration in the bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> in the parking lot. Bring some bongos. You can play the bongos. <laughs> we'll wear berets and black turtlenecks. I'm ready. Blast points poetry. Mm-hmm. All right. The letter N. N is for nine num. Nine Numb isn't
2: dumb. For smarts, he's very famous. Nine Numb isn't dumb. But boy, his silly name is...
1: I don't like this book anymore. Well, they're saying that Nine Numb isn't dumb, which I don't think that... Has anyone ever even thought that? Maybe his name's not silly on his planet. That's just being rude. What does William Woodson have against Celestians? He needs to get over that. It's 2018. Get over it. You know, even in 1984, I thought we were better than that. We were. And look at the drawing of Nine Numb. He looks like he's about to cry. Yeah, because he just heard the poetry about him. He's just like, I I was just flying co-pilot and we blew up the second Death Star. Did you see what we did? And you're even accusing me of being dumb? Yeah, he thought it was going to be like Nine Numb. is tons of fun. He's number one. He's a hero. He's the coolest dude. It doesn't even have to rhyme because he's so cool. Look at his chest, his awesome vest. Nine Numb is the best. (laughs) He's still alive in episode nine. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. We're getting to we're getting heated. Let's move on. You're right. You're right. Letter letter O. O
2: is for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Jedi Knight in days of yore. Guardian of the peace before the evil empires rise and reign. Obi-Wan now comes again to teach young Luke the Jedi ways And so conclude Darth
1: Vader's days That's cool Yeah, that kind of makes up for the Millennium Falcon one Because there's some some deep rhymes in that one That's when you get the bongos out Yeah Let's learn about P P is for
0: Princess Leia Princess Leia's not the kind of princess you so often find in tales by Anderson and Grimm. You know the type? Quite dull and prim, sticking close to dad and mum, waiting for her prince to come. That kind of life would sure unhinge her. Leia's much too full of ginger.
1: I got nothing to say on that one. That's pretty good. That's another one for the bongos. I like that. Yeah. That's uh, That's a solid Star Wars poetry entry there for Leia. I agree. I would love to hear Carrie Fisher read that. Yeah, that would be a treat. All right, let's find out about the letter Q. Can you think of anything in Star Wars that starts with the letter Q? Queen, but there is no Queen in 1884. Well, let's find out. <laughs> let's see what they picked. Q is for quiet.
0: Scientists say that outer space is a very quiet place. For a billion miles around, there's not a peep and not a sound. Wait! <sighs>
1: What's that screech? My goodness gracious, Jabba sat on small salacious. That was terrifying. That was a freak out, man. That was weird. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, what's going on with this? (laughs) So like this whole time, Jabba's just like in the other room listening to us. Listen to uh, ABCs. Star Wars space is not quiet. C3PO. I don't think anything is quiet in Star Wars. This is Ben Burt's world. It should have been Q. Q. Q is for quality films. Quite awesome are the movies. Yeah. R, I hope it's it's Riggies. R is for R2-D2. He never eats
0: and never sleeps and only talks in bloops and pleeps. He's clever in so many ways to tell you would take days and days. Briefly, he's like a computer, only cuter.
1: I like that. Yeah, see, that's 3PO's vows for their wedding. It's all right here. The royal wedding everyone's been waiting for. This book predicted Solo, and it's now predicting the end of Episode 9. C-3P and 2 d 2s wedding. Get ready. <laughs> BB-8's gonna ring the rings. All right, let's do S. Is it gonna be Sarlacc? S is for Skywalker.
2: Farm boy on a far-off planet. That's the way young Luke began it. Then to join the rebel fight and be, at last, a Jedi knight.
1: All right, but that's all you got to say about Luke Skywalker? Yeah, I guess so. It's interesting that I didn't. I guess it hasn't really sunk in that they don't have Star Wars music in this book. Well, they had Leia's theme for the Force, and they had Obi Wan. They do, but then they choose not to use it sometimes. Oh yeah, you're right. Adventures in ABCs is keeping you on your toes. It does. Luke has Han's blaster again. It's keeping you on your toes. <laughs> Han's going to be looking for that. <laughs> Why not have Luke with his lightsaber? It's very odd. Let's learn about the letter T. T is for Tonton. The Tonton is a
0: shaggy beast that is quite large, to say the least. He's larger than a kangaroo and larger far than me or you. He's friendly, kind, and doesn't bite.
1: And that by me is quite all right. I couldn't pay attention to anything C3PO was saying. Cause I was just grooving on that Tauntaun boogie woogie going on in the background (laughs) with, with the Tauntaun singing along. That was (laughs) yeah, that is a hot jam. T is for turn it up. T is for taking it to the next level. T is for too much. T is for tearing it up on the dance floor with that Tauntaun jam. T is for Talk About It. All right. What is U going to be? Let's find out. U is for Ugnaughts.
2: I'd like to say something about them that's good, like they're really not bad, just misunderstood. But that isn't true. They're terribly rude and not at all nice. And so to conclude, the only good thing about Ugnaughts I see is they live in a galaxy far, far from me.
1: What's this proof of Ugnaughts being so rude? I've never taken an Ugnaught to be rude. The narrator dude just does not like aliens. They just didn't like, you know, they don't like Wookiees sneaking into their workshops and stealing stuff. I don't blame them. Yeah. They're just trying to work. They're just trying to get, you know, they're trying to ride out the clock, go home. Last thing they need is some Wookiee showing up and throwing a droid head around. Like They might have allergies. Yeah, they're just working. I've always considered Ugnaughts to be friends. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, William Woodson. I just don't know. Kind of a jerk. V. What's it going to be? V is for Vader.
2: What man is this in dread disguise? Who lurks beneath this somber cape? Like burning coals, whose are these eyes? What evil's in this fearful shape? Whose hollow voice alarms the foe? Who speaks behind this metal mask? If you find out, please let me know. I'm too scared to ask.
1: Yeah, well, guess what, William Woodson? It's Anakin Skywalker. (laughs) Uh, He should have been A instead of Adat. Yeah. But you're right, yeah, that had, that had Vader's music. It didn't have some weird made-up thing, so. Where did C-3PO go? I feel like we've had, like, four in a row with William Woodson, who's either hating aliens or he's didn't watch the end of Return of the Jedi because he's like, who is this robot man? I don't I'm too scared. You'd imagine some little kid listening to this in 84 and be like, uh, dude, it's Luke dad. <laughs> w. W. Is for wookie you
0: travel through the universe and visit every star a million miles you traverse to galaxies afar so we would like an explanation why you never stop at some small constellation that has a barber shop
1: 3po just wants to see chewbacca naked i think it's basically what it boils down to chewbacca is always naked though and chewbacca without his bandolier That's naked Chewbacca, and it's terrifying, and it's weird. He wants to see the real Chewbacca. (laughs) This Chewbacca drawing's face is really, really good. Yeah. He's kind of paralyzed by looking at him, staring at those eyes. Sagwa, he just wanted to stop and go to a barber, probably. He probably did after the events of Solo. Probably went to a space barber, got it all trimmed up. Maybe that was uh, 3PO's to blame for Snoova never forget that finally Chewbacca got tired of 3PO asking him to cut his hair so he went and got a flat top just to to shut him up okay X I wonder what it could be
2: X is for X-wing fighters X-wing fighters look like X's they're seen in Mexico and Texas and not the fighters there are seen the letter X is what I mean
1: that's really the William Woodson, that's the best rhyme you can come up with with an X-Wing fighter. (laughs) I get it. It's educational. The letter X is in Mexico and Texas. It's true. Yeah, it doesn't really do justice. You know, it's a little better than the Millennium Falcon one. I'll give it that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Should we see what, what Y has in store for us? Why not? Y is for Yoda.
2: To be a Jedi, you must go to Dagobah. And there to know the Master Yoda, ancient, wise, judge him not by his size, for Yoda
1: taps the secret source of the power called the Force. I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's going to be at the Celebration Bongo poetry. I do that one twice. (laughs) (laughs) Yoda's face is pretty wonderful in this drawing. It's looking into my soul. It's like a healthier, younger... Like, we just got on Dagobah. He's been eating a lot of fruit. <laughs> Some peaches and whatnot. Uh-huh. This is going to be our last one. Z, let's see what it is. Z is for Zuckus.
2: Uh-oh, here's that bad quartet of bounty hunters, Boba Fett, Zuckus, Bosk, and 88. I am very glad to state that I have never, ever met Zuckus, Bosk, or Boba Fett. And if I had a date for lunch with IG-88... I think I'd be late.
1: Don't be late for your date with IG-88. I kind of feel bad for Zuckus because Zuckus doesn't get the love as much as he should. And Zuckus gets the last page in Adventures in ABCs. But William Woodson the whole time is just talking about IG-88, which, you know, I don't blame him. But what can you say about Zuckus? He's always up for a ruckus. <laughs> he doesn't suck us. No, not at all. He looks luscious, that Zuckus. Well, this is definitely if you're going to go out on a bang. I like that it's like giant Zuckus. It's like Zuckus's dream. <laughs> He's like two feet taller than everyone, and little tiny ig eighty <laughs> eight. He's a little baby. I feel like we learned a lot. I feel like I know my ABCs now. I feel like I'm confident in this thanks to Adventures in ABCs. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I have a stronger grasp of the of the of the, of the English language thanks to this book so you can see all the pages in a fantastic youtube video where they go through the whole thing and we'll put the link to that in the show notes and we'll post it on the facebook page and the facebook group and everything so you can see all the wonderful illustrations too and you can also learn your abcs with star wars adventures and abcs it's fun for the whole family there's no zilnor but it's it's almost as good
2: travel through the galaxy from letter A to letter Z.
0: And now it's time to say adieu, and may the force be with you, too.
2: Now, it's here. The excitement, the adventure of a new force at breakfast.
0: We'll call them C-3PO's. New
2: C-3PO cereal from Kellogg's. Twin rings, phase together for two crunches in every double-O. A delicious part of this nutritious breakfast. Now you can experience the taste of Kellogg's C-3PO, a crunchy new force at breakfast. May the force be with you. Uh, This is Jerome St. John Blake. Um, I played Masamida, Rune Harko, Oboran Cesis, and a few other guys in the Star Wars prequel trilogy. And I'm standing here with Gabe from Blast Points Podcast and uh, looking forward to my debut appearance on his show. Watch this space. And may the Force be with you.
1: We say it every single week. iTunes reviews. If you listen to your podcast via Apple, head over there after you're done. Write a little something about Blast Points, and we'll read it on an upcoming show. And We always love reading what you folks have to say. It's always cool. And after that, check out BlastPointsPodcast.com check us out on instagram twitter facebook and don't forget to sign up for the blast point super chill group to talk to other blast points lunatics amazing stuff being posted all the time don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss a single episode we've got some really fun stuff coming up in upcoming weeks great shows you're not going to want to miss out on As far as episode 139, Back to School, Adventures in ABCs, that about wraps it up here. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. May the Force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the Force be with you. Yes,
0: I bet you have.
2: Sorry about the mess. That was the end of the ABCs.
1: May the force be with all of you.